Welcome to the Rock is George podcast. I'm your host, George Dion, and this is episode 142. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to hit like, follow, or subscribe on the platform that you're listening to us on. You can also check out my work at theloudest.com on the planet, knac.com, for exclusive hard rock and metal interviews, as well as live show coverage and more. My guest for this episode is the Swedish AOR act, Houston. Even though I cut my chops in the hard rock and heavy metal genres and do a lot of that work for knac.com, my favorite music is AOR, rock radio, melodic rock style stuff. You know, the stuff that I grew up on in the early to late 80s. That sound was certainly embraced by Swedish acts as if you go through past episodes of the Rock is George podcast, you can see that I've interviewed numerous Swedish melodic rock and AOR acts. Uh, if you're not familiar with the term AOR, it's adult-oriented rock or album-oriented rock. Back in the day, we just called it rock <laughs> or rock radio. Uh, Houston was a band I always heard of. I heard their debut album was a classic. Never really got around to listening to it. I got a copy of their latest album, Relaunch 3, which is a covers album with two original songs that the band penned. But I didn't know that this was a covers album. And I listened to it. And I'm like, wow, this is really good. These guys really know how to capture that AOR sound. Well, it's a collection of songs of artists that I listen to as certainly they're obscure. They're not necessarily artists that that may be on your radar, like David Pack or Blackjack or Van Stevenson or Prophet. So Houston started their relaunch series in 2011. In 2014, they followed it up with Relaunch 2. And here we are in 2023 with Relaunch 3, out now through Frontiers Music. And here's drummer Eric Moden, bassist Niels Walter, keyboardist Richard Hamilton, guitarist Carl Hamar, and vocalist Hank Eriks of the band Houston to tell you more about it. If I knew absolutely nothing about Houston, how would you describe the band's music to me? Our now our recent labeling is uh, vintage AOR. Because when we first started in uh, 2009, we, uh, we, we liked a lot of music, uh, but it sounded like it came from 1986 or uh, 1981 but uh, all the other music the new bands that came they didn't they didn't they were all influenced by the, those bands but it didn't sound like that so we figured uh, we uh, we should do music that we like to listen to, listen to basically and uh, and that, that was about the same time where ghost got really pop, popular and big and they also had a kind of a retro sound and rival sons uh, were also this big with this retro sound so i think we were onto something back in 2010 when we released the debut album so how did five swedish guys end up with the name houston there's a lot of bands that we look up to like uh Chicago, and we look up to Europe and Boston, etc. Kansas, Kansas, and especially for uh, for um, the first album and the the artwork for the Green album, which we re uh, released ourselves before we did a um, we signed a deal with uh, Universal and Spine Farm in uh, in uh, the UK. On July fourteenth, uh, you released Relaunch Three through Frontiers Music. It is 
the third in a series of albums you started in 2011. You say that this series shines a light on the more obscure and unknown AOR, which is which is interesting because when I heard this album, I thought it was all original material by you guys. <laughs> well, the plan was to like um, get in our our own material, like so, so. Especially in the first one, like we we need to release a few uh, or of, of our own song and then pay the homage to to some of our heroes and uh, the music that didn't quite get the, the attention it deserved. So. And this is the the plan. And by relaunch two, we experimented a little bit more. Um, but now we thought we just want to do exactly what we want to do, <laughs> uh, and show our fans that we also are big fans of the of the genre, and that we didn't just woke wake up one morning and figured we should do AOR music. You started this project with the first relaunch in in 2011, and it actually had an unintended consequence in which it got the band Dakota back together because you covered their song Runaway and your music video was uh, so popular it got the band back together. Well, we say it, it's our most popular and the most expensive uh, music video, but we it's all thanks to uh, Danny Maxkill and the Red Bull team. <laughs> Let's talk about the new songs that are on Relaunch 3. Let's talk a little bit about Live Forever and what kind of inspired that song. Well, we we actually released the Do You Believe song first uh, before we signed with Frontiers and we did uh, Houston 4. Uh, and then it we just we we wanted to include it. We kind of built the album a little bit around it, and then when when we were it was finished, we we didn't have we couldn't fit it in. Uh, so we saved it, and uh, then we wanted to do a follow up uh, to do believe, and then it became live forever. And yeah. uh, maybe you have things true to say. Eric actually produced the album as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, basically, the request from. Uh, from the band was basically that uh, we should you know rearrange the songs a bit to you know uh, take away those uh, synth wave vibes and just make it sound like a band really and uh, to add more distortion guitars and real drums mm -hmm. and, and and everything mm -hmm. a more organic sound so it's fu funny thing that they are viewed as remixes but the remixes were made before the <laughs> before the, the, the actual yeah. album versions. So the album versions themselves are remixes if you yes, if, if yes. you look at from that point of view. Yeah. Live Forever is also it's a, a demo that we, we had it for a few years, I think, before it actually got released. And we knew that we were sitting on this really powerful song. Like I think we're all very excited about it. Like uh obviously it was written by uh, Mike Palace. Um and I don't know. It's just it was it was nice to that it finally got to see the light of day because we were like, when are we going to release this uh, <laughs> this banger? Yeah, because we were we were thinking of including it to Houston four, but then we're like, we already paid for it as well. <laughs> so I mean, it's also business. It's not you can't just uh, put everything uh, on any any album. So it had to wait to get uh, the attention it deserved. It may, who knows if it wasn't for it, maybe it wouldn't have gotten that spotlight like it has gone now we know yeah. yeah if it deserved to be a single I think. yeah you mentioned uh michael palace writing the song he actually appears on your two singles i believe uh what's your relationship with michael palace 
Well, he um, he's been around around us uh, for for quite a few years. He, uh, I think, the first thing he wrote with us was for Houston Three, Dangerous Love. Yeah, yeah. And we needed that's one when we needed a song for um, the Swedish Eurovision, <laughs> and they were like, uh, I think it was Warner or Sony BMG or something like, Hey, can you uh, send in a song? You got two weeks, and they've been working like with other artists for for a year and then we in the last uh, few weeks they were like oh shit we know we don't have any rock bands so but it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't accepted uh, obviously but um, that was the first time and he has also he did uh, he did uh, the artwork for Houston yeah uh, for he's a man of many traits yeah he he tends to be get really good at whatever he starts doing like i mean yeah, I talked to him. He wa- he wanted to come to the release party and uh, and uh, do play some gu- guest guitar and uh, <laughs> but he's actually stuck on uh, on in Greece now, <laughs> like everybody the else is in Greece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's uh, troublesome in uh, Greece. So, but yeah, we are we are really good friends, and he uh, he just uh, he gets us, so it's very easy to to work with him. We have done it plenty. Yep. A lot. We have like thousand pages of uh, chat. <laughs> in mess in the Facebook Messenger yeah. when we're discussing like sound and mixing and well uh, artworks yeah. and stuff. He listens. He likes a lot of the same music that we do. Basically, we we have the same yes. reference points. So yes. It's like you know maybe make it sound a little bit more like Albanova's second album. It's like oh. got it. gotcha. Yeah, He's... and he, and uh, before that he was uh, I think he was a uh, was a fan. Like he he played with his band in Stockholm, and they were just in the in the demo stage when uh, we were out playing Sweden Rock and stuff like that. So yeah. When it comes to picking the cover songs, is there a lot of disagreement trying to figure out what you think is going to work or what's a good song for the relaunch albums? I would imagine with five guys putting their opinion in, there's got to be some disagreement here and there. Yeah, and the, uh, the label wants their opinion as well, and we have other people. Want, but uh, what do you guys think? It's especially you, since we like. Yeah, I feel like we again, like we have we we don't really disagree on that much. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> to be honest, no, like no, we do, especially when it comes to music. Like we like a lot of the same music, and uh, and I think it's it usually, um, you know, when we put together a playlist of, of potential songs it becomes quite apparent when you listen to them for a little bit and you realize which ones are going to sound good being remade. We also, we don't want to take a song that's already amazing and like uh, production wise. And that's already, that feels complete to make a cover of a song, a version that we think is already absolutely perfect. We always want to make, take some kind of new spin on it. Yeah. That's the, the, that's the point of, of it. But I mean, for instance, the Van Sant song. I mean, for me, it's nearly perfect as it is. But uh, and about that, you you, you didn't have to de- disagree on so many since we oh. chose one of your favorites. And yeah, yeah, already. Yeah, we really. picked it for you. Yeah, your, your choices. Yeah, so. yeah. That song is one of my all-time personal favorites, actually. Uh, so I was really happy when I saw that song on the list. And um, as a matter of fact, I just instantly felt that. We're not gonna, you know, try to rework this song or just make, you know, our own version of it. Make it, you know, tougher, harder, you know, a- anything like that. Just, I just wanted it to sound as much as the original as as possible, just to pay tribute to, to to the song itself. I mean, we you contributed with plenty of songs. Like I have, I had never heard the 
modern day Delilah song before. And yeah. I was so happy when you uh, when you <clears throat> showed it to me, and I was like, yes, it's perfect. Yeah. And uh, one big thing with this is that, like, I uh, it I, it was really important that the songs would fit my voice because that was not the case like with the other. We just they just chose songs like Dante Benuto on Universal. He was like, you need to have these songs, and uh, then uh, Ricky chose a few songs and Freddie chose a few songs as old members of the band. And uh, I just do, did what I was what I was told. I wanted to um, <laughs> make people happy. So and now, but now we're uh, we are all more in in charge of that. And uh, like so, we we can say no, no, I would never. I I won't be able to sing it, or I won't be able to play this part, or well, mm. that's really important. But so I think uh, the songs that we did uh, all fit my voice very well, and uh, it also shows like uh, with uh, range, music wise. What do you think? Like I said, I think it's a fantastic album, a perfect AOR. I I was kind of familiar with Houston before this, but when I was listening to the album, I I thought it was all original material. It was certainly rare AOR that I'd probably forgotten about because I've heard of these artists that you're covering, but you, you did it in such a way. I'm like, wow, these these guys are really capturing that era and that sound. Yeah, that was the fun thing with the Live Forever and Do, and Do You Believe when we like uh, showed a few important or uh, people that uh, that we trust very well with to listening with our music and we care about their opinion. They were like, this, these are really nice songs, but who who has made the Live Forever and who has made Do You Believe? I can't I can't figure it out. So I think we did a good job where you can't tell which which are covers and not. You have a new bass player who plays for you for the first time on this album. Uh, is, is it Niles Walter? Is that yeah, that's right. Niles Walter? That's right. Niles, how did you end up uh, hooking up with Houston? I've been a friend for the band for uh, about ten years, maybe. So uh, I was actually studying music with Carl here. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we were studying uh, rock music here in Stockholm for uh, it's about twelve years ago, I think. Yeah, from now, yeah. So yeah. we've been friends for 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 twelve years, and uh, Carl also joined at Houston during that time when we were studying. So I've been a friend uh, with the band for quite a long time. So it felt very natural to become part of this band. Yeah, it was uh, Nils. Nils has been on our radar for. I mean, at least on my radar, ever since we started studying, nothing against Sophia. Now he's obviously amazing and a good friend still. But uh, it was always like, you know, if he ever chooses to leave the band, then there's a, a given replacement straight away for that. So yeah. we're happy Nils is a... Yeah, and it was like when it was when Sofiane and, and uh, Oscar wanted to pursue other 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 things musically we were like what should we do and you were you were a little bit a bit put down for a bit and i was like we will be fine i'll, I'll call i will call richard and see what he thinks and yeah and you were like well what uh, can't we ask niels yeah calls friend <laughs> and i was like yeah well that was actually why i thought so yeah. we kind of um wanted uh wanted to have him as a replacement already before you uh yeah, you asked us for it. So great mind, good. great minds think alike. Like yeah. I said, we don't disagree. Oh. <laughs> I'm very happy to be part of this band. And Eric uh, Moden, you're the drummer. This is kind of you're a newer member to uh, Houston, but you're not a permanent member. Is is that true? Uh, yes, I am. You are okay because yeah, I, I am. I am, I am 
I read they were still. Yes, you are. Yeah, actually, I, I actually included him in the final like printing before you actually agreed to join. I put you in as a as a permanent member yeah. okay. in the CD already before you agreed because yeah. I was so sure you would. Yeah. And I was like, I won't take no for an answer. Oh, okay. And uh, but I think in the press release it was first before everything was cleared, and um, maybe the uh, the label have something to say about that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, so I think in the press release it says is uh, you're not in the band, yeah. but uh, you definitely are. It's in print in, in the season. <laughs> yeah. Black and white. That happens. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to add. Um, uh, I've been following the band from the outside uh, ever since they started. I mean, me and Hank, we've been friends for like what is it, fourteen years now yeah. or something like that. We used to hang out on Sweden Rock Festival and the rock clubs here here in Stockholm and everything. And then just saying we uh, we have to do something together yeah. at some point, and then the years. Eric go, has always had some so such great taste in, in music. So I was always like, you have my <laughs> confidence forever. Uh, ever and since uh, so 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 when, I, so when I got the request to produce the album, I said of course I would love to do it. Uh, and then during the process, uh, uh, the former drummer uh, decided to jump ship, and I said, yeah, I, I can do the drums on the album as well, yes. no, no problem at all. And then during the recording process, I just told Hank, yeah, because I was asked to do some live shows as well, and just told him, you don't have to, you know, look for another permanent drummer until your eyes bleed. I, I, I can, I, you know, I can actually th think about it. But I mean, it's always a commitment join joining a band. Because, I mean, as a as a full member, I mean, it's it's you have. Uh, there's commitments, and uh, you have to you have to contribute and everything, and and it has to feel feel one hundred percent right, not only for yourself that you're actually doing the right thing for the band. Mm. Yeah, but uh, then and then all of a sudden we got a few shows. We went to Hamburg and we played, and we played on this Rocknet cruise with Demon, and we played with uh, other bands like Remedy, and yeah. we played with Ross Ballard, etc. And then so we got got to do a, a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, Quite, quite quickly. Social scale training. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got a big show coming up. Uh, your album release party. It's the Bandit, Bandit Rock Party 2023. Uh, what can fans kind of expect of this particular show by you guys? Yeah, we um, we wanted to be on the Bandit Rock show actually, but uh, we uh, were not uh, we did we're not included this year. But we we have figured since a lot of people are coming to see bands like Heat, Eclipse, uh, Crash Diet, and bands that we have been familiar with for for a long time, then we uh, we put the the show uh, the night before it starts, so everybody can come and we uh, and see us as well. So. So you're the pre-show warm-up show to the to that show. Yeah, you could say that. We have a release party as a warm-up show for the bandit thing. So I think it would uh, strategic strategically uh, very very good. We'll see how many people that shows up, but I think we'll have a few hundred people. That'll be four thousand, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll set the bar for the rest of the bands, basically. Yes, yeah. and then empty, <laughs> then empty the bar. Yeah, yeah. And, and tomorrow's gonna rain. So and tonight's not. What? <laughs> your live performance plans uh after the cd release party we'll we'll see we we had a show but it actually got canceled we were supposed to uh and uh, to support the uh, return but uh, the ticket sales weren't that good so they canceled actually so no nothing is booked but uh if uh, everything goes to plan we hope to do a, a small germany and spain tour in the in spring 
and uh, then we'll uh, and then we'll see. We are we are up. We are there. Many many people saying the world is waiting for you. We are waiting for the world to to invite us to accept us. So yeah, it's never been yeah, it's never been that we don't want to play. We're always ready to play, but it's not uh, well. It's not always that easy. So have you guys ever come to the U.S. or is it just too expensive and too much red tape? It's never been uh, been on the on the on the plate, uh, but it's a dream come true. Uh, yeah, that will be a dream. So, with your help, and uh, we actually have got a lot of more U.S. fans just for this release and the the last release. So, I I guess that's something to uh, thank uh, Frontiers for. Okay. Uh, so we uh, we have been more uh, more exposure in the U.S. So mm -hmm. so we hope uh, we hope we can come. And uh, like the melodic rock uh, cruise would be a dream come true since a lot of bands that we are, uh, that are similar to us already playing there. So I think we should fit right in there because we we have uh, another style of AOR than uh, than the other bands do. So. I went to I went went to LA in 2015 with my former band, and uh, the only, and the, that was a kind of a different different type type of music. And the only thing I think I could think of uh, was that the, all the environment over there fits so well with this kind of music. I mean, if we could just go there, we would have, you know, the best fucking photo shoots ever <laughs> down the Sunset, Sunset Strip and at the Venice Beach and everything. It'll be uh, so amazing. Yeah, yeah. Miami is quite close. So we can yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be good inspiration for new songs as well. Yeah, to hang out really. in the US. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. We are waiting for the invitation. <laughs> well, I hope you get it. Uh, you guys released your fourth studio album, uh, August 10th, 2021, on the Frontiers label. It was called Four. Uh, this was your first album for Frontiers. I feel like you guys were always there based on the sound. Uh, how did you end up signing with Frontiers Music? Well, we uh, there was a few times we uh, we tried to uh, try to sign there, and but we couldn't. Uh, get the deal we wanted and then we got so because we were always very good well treated at uh, cargo records and line wire where we uh, signed for houston 2 relaunch 2 and uh, houston 3 but then and uh, then uh, all of a sudden there was like after the covid and everything and everybody was like they were holding on to the money and they couldn't uh, offer us uh, what we needed to make an album so and, and then frontier stood there with open arms and uh, now we're there you can check out any time you you want, but you can never leave. <laughs> How far along are you guys on the fifth Houston album? Well, not not that far. Uh, I uh, had plans to try to write some some more songs this summer. It's not over yet, but I'm also having my second child in September, so I will be quite busy with that. But perhaps that will. Uh, Give us a lot of, give me a lot of uh, emotions and uh, inspiration for new songs. So and uh, yeah, so then I will send my ideas to these guys, and they will work their magic, and then we have used songs. Works. <laughs> so not that far, but uh, but yeah, but I I feel I feel uh, excited about making another album. Yeah. Well, I see you guys are busting out the champagne to celebrate the release and uh, the CD release party. So those are all the questions I have for you today, Houston. Uh, the new album is Relaunch 3. It's out now through Frontiers Music. Great covers album. 
two great original songs on it too. You guys should be very proud of it. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks, Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast and I wish you the best of luck and everything. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks, thanks everybody. Thank you very much. Cheers. 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 Take care. <laughs> Once again, I want to thank the band Houston for coming on the Rock is George podcast. Be sure to check out their latest album, Relaunch 3, out now on Frontiers Music. While you're at it, be sure to check out their latest studio album, 4, also on all streaming music outlets. Head over to your favorite one. Take a listen to both albums. If you like what you hear, Buy a physical copy. Support the artist. For all things Houston, head over to their official Facebook page slash Houston Sweden. I also want to thank Dustin Hardman of Hardman Promotions and Frontiers Music for making this interview possible. You've been great. I've been George Dion. Discover your next favorite artist on the Rock is George podcast.